Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z Podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Italy. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Italy, officially the Italian Republic or the Republic of Italy, is a country in Southern and Western Europe. Located in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea, It consists of a peninsula delimited by the Alps and surrounded by several islands. Italy shares land borders with France, Switzerland, Austria, Slovenia and the enclaved microstates of Vatican City and San Marino. It has a territorial exclave in Switzerland, Campione and an archipelago in the African plate, Pelagie Islands. Italy covers an area of 301,340 square kilometers, 116,350 square miles, with a population of about 60 million. It is the 10th largest country by land area in the European continent and the third most populous member state of the European Union. Its capital and largest city is Rome. The Italian peninsula was historically the native place of numerous ancient peoples and destination of a myriad of different peoples and cultures who immigrated throughout history. The ancient Roman state arose in Latium and expanded throughout the peninsula and the territories around the Mediterranean basin through a process of Romanization. By the first century BC, The Roman Empire expanded its territory across Europe, North Africa and the Near East, establishing the Pax Romana. During the early Middle Ages, the Western Roman Empire fell, Christian Church arose and Italy experienced inward migration from surrounding tribes. By the 11th century, Italian city-states and maritime republics expanded bringing renewed prosperity through commerce and laying the groundwork for modern capitalism. The Italian Renaissance flourished in Florence during the 15th and 16th centuries and spread to the rest of Europe. Italian explorers also discovered new routes to the Far East and the New World, helping to usher in the European Age of Discovery. However, centuries of rivalry and infighting between the Italian city-states among other factors left the peninsula divided into numerous states until the late modern period. 
Italy's commercial and political power significantly waned during the 17th and 18th centuries with the decline of the Catholic Church and the increasing importance of trade routes that bypassed the Mediterranean. After centuries of political and territorial divisions, Italy was almost entirely unified in 1861 following wars of independence and the expedition of the Thousand, establishing the Kingdom of Italy. From the late 19th century to the early 20th century, Italy rapidly industrialized, mainly in the north, and acquired a colonial empire, while the south remained largely impoverished and excluded from industrialization, fueling a large immigrant diaspora. Despite being one of the victorious Allied powers in World War I, Italy entered a period of economic crisis and social turmoil leading to the rise of the Italian fascist dictatorship in 1922. During World War II, Italy was first part of the Axis until it surrendered to the Allied powers and was occupied by Nazi Germany with fascist collaboration 1940-1943 and then a co-belligerent of the Allies during the Italian resistance and the liberation of Italy 1943-1945. Following the end of the war, the country replaced the monarchy with a republic via referendum and enjoyed a prolonged economic boom, becoming a major advanced economy. Italy has the 8th largest nominal GDP in the world, the 9th largest national wealth and the 3rd largest central bank gold reserve. The country has been described as the least of the great powers and it has a significant role in regional and global economic, military, cultural, and diplomatic affairs. Italy is a founding and leading member of the European Union, and it is in numerous international institutions including the NATO, the G7, the Uniting for Consensus, and many more. The source of many inventions and discoveries, the country is considered a cultural superpower and has long been a global center of art, music, literature, science and technology and fashion. It has the world's largest number of World Heritage Sites, 58, and is the world's fifth most visited country. Hypotheses for the etymology of the name Italia are numerous. One is that it was borrowed via ancient Greek from the Oscan Vitilio land of Cavs. Ancient Greek historian Dionysius of Halicarnassus states this account together with the legend that Italy was named after Italus, mentioned also by Aristotle and Thucydides. According to Antiochus of Syracuse, the term Italy was used by the ancient Greeks to initially refer only to the southern portion of the Britium Peninsula corresponding to the modern province of Reggio and part of the provinces of Catanzaro and Vibo Valentia in southern Italy. Nevertheless, by his time, the larger concept of Enotria and Italy had become synonymous and the name also applied to most of Lucania as well. According to Strabo's Geographica, before the expansion of the Roman Republic, the name was used by ancient Greeks to indicate the land between the Strait of Messina and the line connecting the Gulf of Salerno and Gulf of Taranto, corresponding roughly to the current region of Calabria. 
the ancient Greeks gradually came to apply the name Italia to a larger region in addition to the Greek Italy in the south, historians have suggested the existence of an Etruscan Italy covering variable areas of central Italy. The borders of Roman Italy, Italia, are better established. Cato's Origins, the first work of history composed in Latin, described Italy as the entire peninsula south of the Alps. According to Cato and several Roman authors, the Alps formed the walls of Italy. In 264 BC, Roman Italy extended from the Arno and Rubicon rivers of the center north to the entire south. The northern area of Cisalpine Gaul was occupied by Rome in the 220s BC and became considered geographically and de facto part of Italy, but remained politically and de jure separated. It was legally merged into the administrative unit of Italy in 42 BC by the Triumvir Octavian as a ratification of Caesar's unpublished acts, Acta Caesaris. The islands of Sardinia, Corsica, Sicily and Malta were added to Italy by Diocletian in 292 AD, coinciding with the whole Italian geographical region. All its inhabitants were considered Italic and Roman. The Latin term Italicus was used to describe a man of Italy as opposed to a provincial. For example, Pliny the Elder notably wrote in a letter Italicus es and provincialis. Meaning, are you an Italian or a provincial? The adjective Italianus, from which are derived the Italian, and also French and English, name of the Italians, is medieval and was used alternatively with Italicus during the early modern period. After the fall of the Western Roman Empire, which was caused by the invasion of the Ostrogoths, the Kingdom of Italy was created. After the Lombard invasions, Italia was retained as the name for their kingdom and for its successor kingdom within the Holy Roman Empire, which nominally lasted until 1806, although it had de facto disintegrated due to factional politics pitting the empire against the ascendant city republics in the 13th century. Thousands of lower Paleolithic artifacts have been recovered from Monte Poggiolo dating as far back as 850,000 years. Excavations throughout Italy revealed a Neanderthal presence dating back to the Middle Paleolithic period some 200,000 years ago, while modern humans appeared about 40,000 years ago at Riparomachi. Archaeological sites from this period include Adora Cave, Altamira, Soprano, and Gravina in Puglia. The ancient peoples of pre-Roman Italy, such as the Umbrians, the Latins, from which the Romans emerged, Volsci, Oscans, Samnites, Sabines, the Celts, the Ligures, the Veneti, the Iapigians, and many others, were Indo-European peoples, most of them specifically of the Italic group. The main historic peoples of possible non-Indo-European or pre-Indo-European heritage include the Etruscans of Central and Northern Italy, the Elimians and the Sicani in Sicily, and the prehistoric Sardinians who gave birth to the Nuragic civilization. 
other ancient populations being of undetermined language families and of possible non-Indo-European origin include the Rishan people and Kamuni, known for their rock carvings in Valcamonica, the largest collections of prehistoric petroglyphs in the world. A well-preserved natural mummy known as Otzi the Iceman, determined to be 5,000 years old, between 3400 and 3100 BC, Copper Age, was discovered in the Similon Glacier of South Tyrol in 1991. The first foreign colonizers were the Phoenicians, who initially established colonies and founded various emporiums on the coasts of Sicily and Sardinia. Some of these soon became small urban centers and were developed parallel to the ancient Greek colonies. Among the main centers there were the cities of Motia, Zyysi, modern Palermo, Salantum in Sicily, and Nora, Sulci, and Theros in Sardinia. Between the 17th and the 11th centuries BC Mycenaean Greeks established contacts with Italy and in the 8th and 7th centuries BC a number of Greek colonies were established all along the coast of Sicily and the southern part of the Italian peninsula that became known as Magna Graecia. Ionian settlers founded Alea, Chime, Region, Naxos, Sankles, Himera, and Catan. Doric colonists founded Terras, Syracuse, Megra Hyblea, Leontinoi, Acragas, Gilas, the Syracusans founded Ancon and Audria, the Megaris founded Selenanti. The Achaeans founded Cyberus, Poseidonia, Croton, Locrea Pisiferioi, and Metapontum, Tarantini and Thuriots found Heraclea. The Greek colonization placed the Italic peoples in contact with democratic forms of government and with high artistic and cultural expressions. Rome, a settlement around a ford on the river Tiber in central Italy conventionally founded in 753 BC, was ruled for a period of 244 years by a monarchical system, initially with sovereigns of Latin and Sabine origin, later by Etruscan kings. The tradition handed down seven kings, Romulus, Numa Pompilius, Tullus Hastilius, Ancus Martius, Tarquinius Priscus, Servius Tullius, and Tarquinius Superbus. In 509 BC, the Romans expelled the last king from their city, favoring a government of the Senate and the people, SPQR, and establishing an oligarchic republic. The Italian peninsula, named Italia, was consolidated into a single entity during the Roman expansion and conquest of new lands at the expense of the other Italic tribes, Etruscans, Celts, and Greeks. A permanent association with most of the local tribes and cities was formed, and Rome began the conquest of Western Europe, Northern Africa, and the Middle East. In the wake of Julius Caesar's rise and death in the first century BC, Rome grew over the course of centuries into a massive empire stretching from Britain to the borders of Persia and engulfing the whole Mediterranean basin in which Greek and Roman and many other cultures merged into a unique civilization. The long and triumphant reign of the first emperor, Augustus, began a golden age of peace and prosperity. 
Roman Italy remained the metropole of the empire and as the homeland of the Romans and the territory of the capital maintained a special status which made a domina provinciarum ruler of the provinces, the latter being all the remaining territories outside Italy. More than two centuries of stability followed, during which Italy was referred to as the Rectrix Mundi, governor of the world, and Omnium Terrarum Parents, parent of all lands. The Roman Empire was among the most powerful economic, cultural, political, and military forces in the world of its time, and it was one of the largest empires in world history. At its height under Trajan, it covered 5 million square kilometers. The Roman legacy has deeply influenced Western civilization, shaping most of the modern world. Among the many legacies of Roman dominance are the widespread use of the Romance languages derived from Latin, the numerical system, the modern Western alphabet and calendar, and the emergence of Christianity as a major world religion. After the fall of the Western Roman Empire, Italy fell under the power of Odoacer's kingdom and, later, was seized by the Ostrogoths, followed in the 6th century by a brief reconquest under Byzantine Emperor Justinian. The invasion of another Germanic tribe, the Lombards, late in the same century, reduced the Byzantine presence to the rump realm of the Exarchate of Ravenna and started the end of political unity of the peninsula for the next 1,300 years. The peninsula was therefore divided as follows. Northern Italy and Tuscany formed the Lombard Kingdom with its capital in Pavia, while in central southern Italy the Lombards controlled the duchies of Spoleto and Benevento. The remaining part of the peninsula remained under the Byzantines and was divided between the Exarchate of Italy, based in Ravenna, the Duchy of Rome, the Duchy of Naples, the Duchy of Calabria and Sicily, the latter directly dependent on the Emperor of Constantinople. Invasions of the peninsula caused a chaotic succession of barbarian kingdoms and the so-called Dark Ages. The Lombard Kingdom was subsequently absorbed into the Frankish Empire by Charlemagne in the late 8th century and became the Kingdom of Italy. The Franks also helped the formation of the Papal States in central Italy. Until the 13th century, Italian politics was dominated by the relations between the Holy Roman Emperors and the Papacy, with most of the Italian city-states siding with the former. Ghibellines, or with the latter, Guelphs, for momentary convenience. The Germanic Emperor and the Roman Pontiff became the universal powers of medieval Europe. However, the conflict over the investiture controversy and the clash between Guelphs and Ghibellines led to the end of the imperial feudal system in the north of Italy where city-states gained independence. The investiture controversy was finally resolved by the Concordat of Worms. In 1176 a League of City-States, the Lombard League, defeated the German Emperor Frederick Barbarossa at the Battle of Legnano, thus ensuring effective independence for most of northern and central Italian cities. Italian city-states such as Milan, 
Florence and Venice played a crucial innovative role in financial development, devising the main instruments and practices of banking and the emergence of new forms of social and economic organization. In coastal and southern areas, the maritime republics grew to eventually dominate the Mediterranean and monopolize trade routes to the Orient. They were independent Thalassocratic city-states, though most of them originated from territories once belonging to the Byzantine Empire. All these cities during the time of their independence had similar systems of government in which the merchant class had considerable power. Although in practice these were oligarchical and bore little resemblance to a modern democracy, the relative political freedom they afforded was conducive to academic and artistic advancement. The four best-known maritime republics were Venice, Genoa, Pisa, and Amalfi. The others were Ancona, Gaeta, Nali, and Ragusa. Each of the maritime republics had dominion over different overseas lands, including many Mediterranean islands, especially Sardinia and Corsica, lands on the Adriatic, Aegean, and Black Sea, Crimea, and commercial colonies in the Near East and in North Africa. Venice maintained enormous tracts of land in Greece, Cyprus, Istria, and Dalmatia until as late as the mid-17th century. Venice and Genoa were Europe's main gateways to trade with the East and producers of fine glass, while Florence was a capital of silk, wool, banking, and jewelry. The wealth such business brought to Italy meant that large public and private artistic projects could be commissioned. The republics were heavily involved in the Crusades, providing support and transport, but most especially taking advantage of the political and trading opportunities resulting from these wars. Italy first felt the huge economic changes in Europe which led to the commercial revolution. The Republic of Venice was able to defeat the Byzantine Empire and finance the voyages of Marco Polo to Asia. The first universities were formed in Italian cities and scholars such as Thomas Aquinas obtained international fame. Frederick I of Sicily made Italy the political-cultural center of a reign that temporarily included the Holy Roman Empire and the Kingdom of Jerusalem, capitalism and banking. Families emerged in Florence, where Dante and Giotto were active around 1300. In the south, Sicily had become an Arab Islamic emirate in the 9th century thriving until the Italo-Normans conquered it in the late 11th century together with most of the Lombard and Byzantine principalities of southern Italy. Through a complex series of events, southern Italy developed as a unified kingdom, first under the House of Hohenstaufen, then under the Capetian House of Anjou and, from the 15th century, the House of Aragon. In Sardinia, the former Byzantine provinces became independent states known in Italian as Judicates, although some parts of the island fell under Genoese or Pisan rule until eventual Aragonese annexation in the 15th century. The Black Death pandemic of 1348 left its mark on Italy by killing perhaps one-third of the population. 
Italy was the birthplace and heart of the Renaissance during the 1400s and 1500s. The Italian Renaissance marked the transition from the medieval period to the modern age as Europe recovered economically and culturally from the crises of the late Middle Ages and entered the early modern period. The Italian polities were now regional states effectively ruled by princes, de facto monarchs in control of trade and administration, and their courts became major centers of the arts and sciences. The Italian princedoms represented a first form of modern states as opposed to feudal monarchies and multinational empires. The princedoms were led by political dynasties and merchant families such as the Medici in Florence, the Visconti and Sforza in the Duchy of Milan, the Doria in the Republic of Genoa, the Lordan, Mocenigo and Barbarigo in the Republic of Venice, the Este in Ferrara, and the Gonzaga in Mantua. The Renaissance was therefore a result of the wealth accumulated by Italian merchant cities combined with the patronage of its dominant families. Italian Renaissance exercised a dominant influence on subsequent European painting and sculpture for centuries afterwards, with artists such as Leonardo da Vinci, Brunelleschi, Botticelli, Michelangelo, Raphael, Giotto, Donatello, and Titian and architects such as Filippo Brunelleschi, Leon Battista Alberti, Andrea Palladio, and Donato Bramante. Following the conclusion of the Western Schism in favor of Rome at the Council of Constance, 1415-1417, the new Pope Martin V returned to the Papal States after a three years long journey that touched many Italian cities and restored Italy as the sole center of Western Christianity. During the course of this voyage, the Medici Bank was made the official credit institution of the papacy and several significant ties were established between the church and the new political dynasties of the peninsula. The Pope's status as elective monarchs turned the conclaves and consistories of the Renaissance into political battles between the courts of Italy for primacy in the peninsula and access to the immense resources of the Catholic Church. In 1439, Pope Eugenius IV and the Byzantine Emperor John VIII Paleologos signed a reconciliation agreement between the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church at the Council of Florence hosted by Cosimo the Old de' Medici. In 1453, Italian forces under Giovanni Giustiniani were sent by Pope Nicholas V to defend the walls of Constantinople but the decisive battle was lost to the more advanced Turkish army equipped with cannons and Byzantium fell to Sultan Mem II. The fall of Constantinople led to the migration of Greek scholars and texts to Italy fueling the rediscovery of Greco-Roman humanism. Humanist rulers such as Federico de Montefeltro and Pope Pius II worked to establish ideal cities where man is the measure of all things and therefore founded Urbino and Pienza respectively. Pico della Mirandola wrote the oration on the dignity of man, considered the manifesto of Renaissance humanism in which he stressed the importance of free will in human beings. 
The humanist historian Leonardo Bruni was the first to divide human history in three periods, antiquity, middle ages, and modernity. The second consequence of the fall of Constantinople was the beginning of the age of discovery. Italian explorers and navigators from the dominant maritime republics eager to find an alternative route to the Indies in order to bypass the Ottoman Empire offered their services to monarchs of Atlantic countries and played a key role in ushering the age of discovery and the European colonization of the Americas. The most notable among them were Christopher Columbus, Italian, Cristoforo Colombo, colonizer in the name of Spain, who is credited with discovering the New World and the opening of the Americas for conquest and settlement by Europeans, John Cabot, Italian, Giovanni Caboto, sailing for England, who was the first European to set foot in Newfoundland and explore parts of the North American continent in 1497, Amerigo Vespucci, sailing for Portugal, who first demonstrated in about 1501 that the New World, in particular Brazil, was not Asia as initially conjectured, but a fourth continent previously unknown to people of the Old World, America is named after him and Giovanni de Verrazzano, at the service of France, renowned as the first European to explore the Atlantic coast of North America between Florida and New Brunswick in 1524. Following the fall of Constantinople, the wars in Lombardy came to an end and a defensive alliance known as Italic League was formed between Venice, Naples, Florence, Milan, and the Papacy. Lorenzo the Magnificent de' Medici was the greatest Florentine patron of the Renaissance and supporter of the Italic League. He notably avoided the collapse of the League in the aftermath of the Pezzi conspiracy and during the aborted invasion of Italy by the Turks. However, the military campaign of Charles VIII of France and Italy caused the end of the Italic League and initiated the Italian wars between the Valois and the Habsburgs. During the High Renaissance of the 1500s, Italy was therefore both the main European battleground and the cultural economic center of the continent. Popes such as Julius II, 1503-1513, fought for the control of Italy against foreign monarchs, others such as Paul III, 1534-1549, preferred to mediate between the European powers in order to secure peace in Italy. In the middle of this conflict, the Medici popes Leo X, 1513-1521, and Clement VII, 1523-1534, opposed the Protestant Reformation and advanced the interests of their family. In 1559, at the end of the French invasions of Italy and of the Italian Wars, the many states of Northern Italy remained part of the Holy Roman Empire, indirectly subject to the Austrian Habsburgs, while all of Southern Italy, Naples, Sicily, Sardinia, and Milan were under Spanish Habsburg rule. The papacy remained a powerful force and launched the Counter-Reformation. Key events of the period include the Council of Trent, 1545-1563, the excommunication of Elizabeth I, 1570, 
and the Battle of Lepanto, 1571, both occurring during the pontificate of Pius V, the construction of the Gregorian Observatory, the adoption of the Gregorian calendar, and the Jesuit China mission of Matteo Ricci under Pope Gregory XIII, the French Wars of Religion, the Long Turkish War and the execution of Giordano Bruno in 1600 under Pope Clement VIII, the birth of the Lincean. Academy of the Papal States, of which the main figure was Galileo Galilei, later put on trial, the final phases of the Thirty Years' War, 1618-1648, during the pontificates of Urban VIII and Innocent X, and the formation of the Last Holy League by Innocent XI during the Great Turkish War. The Italian economy declined during the 1600s and 1700s as the peninsula was excluded from the rising Atlantic slave trade. Following the European Wars of Succession of the 18th century, the South passed to a cadet branch of the Spanish Bourbons and the North fell under the influence of the Habsburg-Lorraine of Austria. During the Coalition Wars, Northern Central Italy was reorganized by Napoleon in a number of sister republics of France and later as a Kingdom of Italy in personal union with the French Empire. The southern half of the peninsula was administered by Joachim Murat, Napoleon's brother-in-law, who was crowned as King of Naples. The 1814 Congress of Vienna restored the situation of the late 18th century, but the ideals of the French Revolution could not be eradicated and soon resurfaced during the political upheavals that characterized the first part of the 19th century. During the Napoleonic era, in 1797, the first official adoption of the Italian tricolor as a national flag by a sovereign Italian state, the Cispadine Republic, a Napoleonic sister republic of revolutionary France, took place on the basis of the events following the French Revolution, 1789-1799, which, among its ideals, advocated the national self-determination. This event is celebrated by the Tricolor Day. The Italian national colors appeared for the first time on a tricolor cockade in 1789, anticipating by seven years the first green, white, and red Italian military war flag, which was adopted by the Lombard Legion in 1796. The birth of the Kingdom of Italy was the result of efforts by Italian nationalists and monarchists loyal to the House of Savoy to establish a united kingdom encompassing the entire Italian peninsula. By the mid-19th century, rising Italian nationalism, along with other social, economic, and military events, led to a period of revolutionary political upheaval. Following the Congress of Vienna in 1815, the political and social Italian unification movement, or Risorgimento, emerged to unite Italy consolidating the different states of the peninsula and liberate it from foreign control. A prominent radical figure was the patriotic journalist Giuseppe Mazzini, member of the secret revolutionary society Carbonari and founder of the influential political movement Young Italy in the early 1830s, who favored a unitary republic and advocated a broad nationalist movement. 
His prolific output of propaganda helped the unification movement stay active. In this context, in 1847, the first public performance of the song Il Canto degli Italiani, the Italian national anthem since 1946, took place. Il Canto degli Italiani, written by Goffredo Mameli set to music by Michel Novaro, is also known as the Eno di Mameli, after the author of the lyrics, or Fratelli d'Italia, from its opening line. The most famous member of Young Italy was the revolutionary and general Giuseppe Garibaldi, renowned for his extremely loyal followers who led the Italian Republican drive for unification in southern Italy. However, the northern Italy monarchy of the House of Savoy in the Kingdom of Sardinia, whose government was led by Camillo Benso, Count of Cavour, also had ambitions of establishing a united Italian state. In the context of the 1848 liberal revolutions that swept through Europe, an unsuccessful First War of Independence was declared on Austria. In 1855, the Kingdom of Sardinia became an ally of Britain and France in the Crimean War, giving Cavour's diplomacy legitimacy in the eyes of the great powers. The Kingdom of Sardinia again attacked the Austrian Empire in the Second Italian War of Independence of 1859 with the aid of France, resulting in liberating Lombardy. On the basis of the Plombiers Agreement, the Kingdom of Sardinia ceded Savoy and Nice to France, an event that caused the Nickert Exodus that was the emigration of a quarter of the Nickert Italians to Italy and the Nickert Vespers. In 1860-1861, Garibaldi led the drive for unification in Naples and Sicily, the Expedition of the Thousand, while the House of Savoy troops occupied the central territories of the Italian peninsula, except Rome and part of Papal States. Tino was the site of the famous meeting of October 26, 1860 between Giuseppe Garibaldi and Victor Emmanuel II, last King of Sardinia in which Garibaldi shook Victor Emmanuel's hand and hailed him as King of Italy. Thus, Garibaldi sacrificed Republican hopes for the sake of Italian unity under a monarchy. Cavour agreed to include Garibaldi's southern Italy allowing it to join the Union with the Kingdom of Sardinia in 1860. This allowed the Sardinian government to declare a united Italian kingdom on March 17, 1861. Victor Emmanuel II then became the first king of a united Italy and the capital was moved from Turin to Florence. The title of King of Italy had been out of use since the abdication of Napoleon I of France on April 6, 1814. In 1866, Victor Emmanuel II allied with Prussia during the Austro-Prussian War, waging the Third Italian War of Independence which allowed Italy to annex Venetia. Finally, in 1870, as France abandoned its garrisons in Rome during the disastrous Franco-Prussian War to keep the large Prussian army at bay, the Italians rushed to fill the power gap by taking over the Papal States. Italian unification was completed and shortly afterwards Italy's capital was moved to Rome. 
Victor Emmanuel, Garibaldi, Cavour, and Mazzini have been referred as Italy's for fathers of the fatherland. The new kingdom of Italy obtained great power status. The constitutional law of the kingdom of Sardinia, the Albertine Statute of 1848, was extended to the whole kingdom of Italy in 1861 and provided for basic freedoms of the new state, but electoral laws excluded the non-propertied and uneducated classes from voting. The government of the new kingdom took place in a framework of parliamentary constitutional monarchy dominated by liberal forces. As northern Italy quickly industrialized, the south and rural areas of the north remained underdeveloped and overpopulated, forcing millions of people to migrate abroad and fueling a large and influential diaspora. The Italian Socialist Party constantly increased in strength challenging the traditional liberal and conservative establishment. Starting in the last two decades of the 19th century, Italy developed into a colonial power by forcing under its rule Eritrea and Somalia in East Africa, Tripolitania and Cyrenaica in North Africa, later unified in the colony of Libya and the Dodecanese Islands. From November 2nd, 1899 to September 7, 1901, Italy also participated as part of the Eight Nation Alliance forces during the Boxer Rebellion in China. On September 7, 1901, a concession in Tientsin was ceded to the country, and on June 7, 1902, the concession was taken into Italian possession and administered by a consul. In 1913, male universal suffrage was adopted. The pre-war period dominated by Giovanni Giolitti, Prime Minister five times between 1892 and 1921, was characterized by the economic, industrial, and political-cultural modernization of Italian society. Italy entered into the First World War in 1915 with the aim of completing national unity for this reason, the Italian intervention in the First World War is also considered the Fourth Italian War of Independence in a historiographical perspective that identifies in the latter the conclusion of the unification of Italy, whose military actions began during the revolutions of 1848 with the First Italian War of Independence. Italy, nominally allied with the German Empire and the Empire of Austria-Hungary in the Triple Alliance, in 1915 joined the Allies into World War I with a promise of substantial territorial gains that included Western Inner Carniola, former Austrian littoral, Dalmatia as well as parts of the Ottoman Empire. The country gave a fundamental contribution to the victory of the conflict as one of the big four top allied powers. The war on the Italian front was initially inconclusive as the Italian army got stuck in a long attrition war in the Alps, making little progress and suffering heavy losses. However, the reorganization of the army and the conscription of the so-called 99 boys or Gazzi del 99 all males born in 1899 who were turning 18 led to more effective Italian victories in major battles such as on Monte Grappa and in a series of battles on the Pieve River. 
Eventually, in October 1918, the Italians launched a massive offensive, culminating in the victory of Vittorio Veneto. The Italian victory, which was announced by the Bolletino della Vittoria and the Bolletino della Vittoria Navale, marked the end of the war on the Italian front, secured the dissolution of the Austro-Hungarian Empire and was chiefly instrumental in ending the First World War less than two weeks later. Italian armed forces were also involved in the African theater, the Balkan theater, the Middle Eastern theater, and then took part in the occupation of Constantinople. During the war, more than 650,000 Italian soldiers and as many civilians died, and the kingdom went to the brink of bankruptcy. The Treaty of saint germain en 1919, and the Treaty of Rapallo, 1920, allowed the annexation of Trentino Alto Adige, Julian March, Istria, Kvarner as well as the Dalmatian city of Zara. The subsequent Treaty of Rome, 1924, led to the annexation of the city of Fiume to Italy. Italy did not receive other territories promised by the Treaty of London, 1915, so this outcome was denounced as a mutilated victory. The rhetoric of mutilated victory was adopted by Benito Mussolini and led to the rise of Italian fascism, becoming a key point in the propaganda of fascist Italy. Historians regard mutilated victory as a political myth used by fascists to fuel Italian imperialism and obscure the successes of liberal Italy in the aftermath of World War I. Italy also gained a permanent seat in the League of Nations' Executive Council. <laughs>